0: There has to be an exception to the rule. Isn't that, isn't that the rule? That the exception to the rule is a rule of exception? Anyway, the exception that proves the rule here, the rule being no CM Punk, better rampage, is that this week we didn't have CM Punk and it was an okay rampage. Not bad at all. But, I mean, it's never going to be competing with Winter is Coming, the edition of Dynamite on Wednesday with the 60-minute Broadway, between Hangman Adam Page, then he called him Alan Page then, Hangman Adam Page and Brian Danielson, for the title, was it? And it's inappropriate for you to have a stacked card that you say, well, actually, that was better than Dynamite. It wasn't better than Dynamite, no. Quite a long way away from that. But it had some interesting stuff. Well, first of all, we have a rather stacked match because we have the Super Elite. So we've got the books coming out to their streamers. Colin and Fish don't get those streamers. Stay in the back until the streamers are out. They're our streamers, not yours, Adam. Yeah, well, I just thought I could know. No, they're our streamers. Stay in the back. Now you can come out with other streamers. And, um... Call of course is massively over. You know, it's it's hugely, it's hugely over. And the boom is just great. On the other side, we've got the chaos stable. And I'm a bit confused as to who was fighting here. I might have taken my eye off this because I'm not really interested in the chaos stable, which is frustrating because I'm interested in some of the people in it. I'm not interested in Orange Cassidy. See what he does, and I'm bored with it now. Um, the best friends have been marginalised, and that bores me as well. You've got Wheeler Utah out there, but I don't think he wrestled. Trent Baretta, who's just coming back, he did wrestle. And Rocky Romero, who's one of my favourites from NJPW. And from a lot of other places, of course, who wrestled as well. Don't think Utah was in there. Anyway, there's some really good work in this. Bound to be. You've got um, the books in there, of course. And early on, though, there's a, a trench standing sliced bread on that, which is very sweet. It's sweet bread. Sweet breads. Awful. That's what sweet breads are, isn't it? Awful or lights, as they call them. Anyway, back in the ring, you've got Rocky Romero's sweet, not sweet bread, sweet rana. Very nicely done. Orange Cassidy walks the ropes. See, this is the thing about Orange Cassidy. He walked the ropes, hold it onto the hand, which is lovely, then decides to take style over substance, puts his hand in his pocket, which means that when he jumps down, he doesn't do anything with it. He's more interested in getting a cheap pop by putting his hand in his pocket. Yeah, he took double super kicks, which I was quite pleased to see actually. It's time to dislike Orange Cassidy. Matt Jackson, I've said this many times, his facials, since he became the heel, and okay, I said it was a long game and they were going to turn on, what's his name, Callis. And they haven't, so I hold my hands up. But since they turned heel, he's, he's really enjoyed this. And his face was superb, really. Now, they hit a standing moon salt and Splash combo, the books. Y- you can say it, because they do it every week, but it's just extraordinary. Now, there was a nice moment when I was Cassidy Um, has some shenanigans with Cole where he kisses him like the um, the spot they usually have which is great Cole's outraged by that Beretta hits a spear on the outside because he's come back from such a long time out the ring with an injury I'm thinking be careful mate careful and then a lovely Rocky insecure, which doesn't quite hit it so on the way down he gets the heel kick instead that's beautiful and then Beretta gets a package pile driver type manoeuvre on fish because you've got to protect the rest of them for the pin. That was a good match actually. Fast, good moves, nice storytelling, very well done. Unfortunately it's followed up by Dan Lambert with the men of the year. Help me, Scorpio Sky, and all ego, Ethan Page. Where's your ego now mate? Because let me tell you something, I like Dan Lambert but you do not need him talking for two men who are supposed to be good talkers. Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page can do it in the ring and behind the mic. Here, they weren't allowed to speak. Lambert wasn't as entertaining as usual either. He ragged on Tony Khan. Everybody rags on Tony Khan. And then he talked about Cody Rhodes, and then Cody came out with his big entrance. Why didn't they just rush him while he was on the dais? And then Dustin came out to help him. And Sammy Guevara came out. Because of course. They'll be fighting for the TNT title soon. Not he and Dustin. That would be ridiculous. He and Cody. And it was really usual. Except that. The men of the year. Got beaten up. By Guevara. And had to bail. And they didn't even get a word in Edgeways. They look. Completely denuded. And that's not what I want. From two wrestlers I really admire. In the ring and on the mic. You've ruined them, Tony. And I can't really forgive you for that. Okay, I'm looking forward to this match, Ty Conti versus Penelope Ford, which would be a submission match. And it wasn't good. It was really rather boring. It's almost as if because they said, you must have submissions to win, they thought, well we can't do the usual stuff, it's just going to be trying for submissions. Some of them were a bit clunky. Some of them looked a bit overdone. Some of them didn't work properly. There was a nice player before Octopus. I think the work she does is great and I think she did better work than Ty Conti here to be honest. She hit a a cutter with a modified motor lock. Very nice. And then for the pin, Conti, this was a good move actually, got the shin of her right leg into the back of the neck of Ford while cranking on that neck. That was the pin. That was a submission, not a pin, a submission. That's the idea of a submissions match, Steve. There are no pins, there are submissions. I'm very glad you told me. I thought you were struggling, yes. Well, just generally. Well, I can't be here all the time. I know, I know. Hey, there'll be an Owen Hart Foundation Women's Tournament. That'll be great. I'm looking forward to that. What a great mess Owen Hart was. In all his guises. And a great character as well. I am not a nugget. I love that. I love his work, I, I particularly love his work in uh, WrestleMania 10, I think it's fantastic. Anyway, moving to the main event, which was a bit of a mess, but actually quite enjoyable. Daniel Garcia in 2.0, and the acclaimed, who are all a bit forgotten at the moment, mercedes Kingston, who certainly isn't, the crowd love him, as soon as he comes into the ring, the chance of Eddie Stark, which is brilliant, Santana and Ortiz, who have got an odd, black and white sort of corpse, Paint face thing going on at the moment, which I happen to like, versus uh, with the Lucha Bros. Now, early on, Max Castor really sold a pen to chop on the outside. They got back in the ring about what a couple of minutes later, he was still selling it. Great! And Kingston, just it's not just about being in the ring when he's on the tag rope, his facials and his um, his expressions and the way he's watching the match and reacting to it, just brilliant. It just adds something. Here's a good move for you: the Luchas wheelbarrow type destroyer move onto their opponent. I mean, we, you know, I say it as if you see it every day, but you don't. You never see it apart from with this kind of match and with this kind of team. It's just great. Garcia hit a nice drop kick, a running drop kick on the apron, which was a bit nasty actually. Santana and Ortiz are always good value for money and Santana hits a springboard moonsault, which is fabulous. I Like that very much indeed. Then you've got um, You've got oh, a pentatornio Or was it Ray Horace? Uh, no, uh, Ray, um, Ray Phoenix. Ray Horace is somebody totally different. A tornio and connecting with the knee. I think it was Ray Phoenix. And then at the end You've got some fighting with Kingston and Garcia and then Garcia just rolls him up suddenly, holds onto the trousers, gets the pin. That was really good. Now the crowd were a bit cheesed off, but I thought that worked really well because it's a sneak attack. It's the kind of thing that Kingston would do and he cheated to do it, which is the kind of thing that some crowd members are happy, you know, they're happy for Kingston to bend the rules and all of that so am i and he had it done to him i quite like that you know of course they smacked Eddie Kingston with the boom box which has got a chain round it just to make it more ridiculous after the match and it sounded like a thud it really looked like a big one then you've got jungle boy and luchasaurus coming in to save everybody they take the titles and hand them back very slowly to the lucha brothers and then shake hands and fist bump But remember, we did do this very slowly, so that denotes we like the titles, because we're being very slow. Thinking back on it, when I saw it, I was a bit disappointed, but now I think on it, it was a pretty good episode of Rampage. It wasn't as good as the last couple had been, but you know what, it really stands up. Shame about the submission match, I wanted more, and it just didn't gel properly. But I think that first match with the books and I think that last match with Kingston were just and the Lucha bros, of course, was just a were just a bit special. It's a shame about men of the men of the year, and they need to do something about them, because I'm not happy with the way they're being treated. But the rest of it, more or less, I'll buy it. Ta-ta.